For an audio version of this review, check out Why Watch That Radio on most podcast providers. And you can give us some love by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. We appreciate your support. All right, we're here with a movie sneak peek entitled Emancipation. Now, this is going to be released in theaters or was released in theaters on Friday, December the 2nd. And it's going to be streaming via Apple TV Plus on Friday, December the 9th. Now, Critic, you got a chance to see it. Tell us what it's about and who should be watching. Mm. I'm just going to say right at the start, producer, whatever you think of Will Smith is on you. That's not my review. So the slap has happened. We know. I'm not dealing with it. I'm going to deal with what's on the screen. So just keep that in mind. You can make your own decisions based on your feelings outside of that. Now, Emancipation is directed by Antoine Fuqua, written by William N. College. And it stars Will Smith and Ben Foster. Charmaine Bingwa is in here, who was in uh, The Good Fight, and so on and so forth. A bunch of other people. And this is based on a true story of a former slave. Now they call them enslaved persons. Now, isn't that right, producer? Enslaved enslaved people. Yes, yes. Okay. So however you want to say it. And uh, this enslaved person's name is Peter, played by Will. And he has a family on the plantation um, in Louisiana. So, you know, the family, the wife is played by Charmaine Dodian is her name, and they have kids as well. Uh, so this is right at 1863. Now, if you know your history, you know that's when the Emancipation Proclamation, you know, was signed by Lincoln. Okay, so this has happened, but how will the enslaved people know? And if they do find out, what does it mean? Can they just leave the plantation in the South? Right. Is it worth it just to stay and be liberated? If you are liberated, what does that mean? Is it real liberation? Like these are some of the questions that come to mind. Now, this family, Peter's family, is very religious. And what happens is he is ripped from his wife and kids and sent to work on building a railroad for the Confederacy. Mm. So he got to get back to his wife and kids. Now, of course, the whole time he's trying to escape to do this. So what's going to happen? There is a slave catcher played by Ben Foster who is on the prowl. You know, that kind of thing. Whereas the the slave catcher that's so good, you really can't get away from him. He has a great reputation doing that dastardly stuff. You know, he has people who are in in his employ. There is a black guy who's working with him. You know, we've kind of seen this kind of thing before. But you know that Peter is going to escape. The question is how. He got to go through the swamp and all other kinds of stuff. He got to deal with not only slave catchers, but the elements and animals, alligators, injuries. There are fellow escapees. Maybe they will cause a problem. How could that be? And the only way to really get free at this time is to find a Union troop, the Union Army. Now, the question is, is that going to help him find his family if he actually gets there? Does he actually make it? Well, if you know history, you know the the answer. Because there is a famous picture of of, uh, Peter 
that we have in history that if you've seen, you know the story. And they do show us how that came to be in this movie. So it really is pretty simple when it comes to that. It's can you have enough faith to get back to your family after being ripped apart because, you know, you're an enslaved person. Now, anytime we have a movie like this, questions pop up. Do we need it? You know, that kind of thing. Have we seen this enough? Can't we do something else? The question for me is, is it good or not? That's just it. And I think when it comes to these kinds of historical movies, when we have historic brutality on the screen, I was thinking about this producer. It always comes down to the opening, how you set the stage of the world. And I went back because I kept thinking of it watching this. I went back and started watching 12 Years a Slave again. Because here, I thought in the opening setting up, you know, Peter's family life him being ripped from them, you know, having to build this railroad or whatever is going on, that opening. I think that Fuqua was too active as a director. I wanted the camera to rest. I wanted the moments to have a breath. Like, let it land for us. Because why do we need this particular story? You've got to set it up to make that clear. Just because you're depicting brutality doesn't mean that it works. So I went back to 12 Years a Slave because I was like, 12 Years a Slave, immediately you get the sense of place, you get that groundedness, and you get still camera work. Like, you know, Steve McQueen will leave the camera right there and let the action play out in front of it. So I went back and immediately I was in the world of 12 Years a Slave because, you know, at the moment I'm kind of looking at stuff going, uh, on a lot of things. And I'm like, am I getting jaded or more jaded? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I went back to 12 Years a Slave. So I know. I just wanted Fuqua. And Fuqua is showing some restraint here. He needed a lot more. Like all the camera moves we didn't need. And there's the color choice is interesting, but is it necessary? Because it's almost black and white, but not quite. Like the grass is green, but muted. The blood is red, but muted. You know, some of the animal hair, you'll see the color, but sometimes they look black and white. Sometimes they don't. Like, why am I even paying attention to this? How is that helping me with the story? It's not. It's kind of distressing. Distracting, yeah. Yeah. So, like, those kinds of things, I think they were just doing too much. They didn't trust the story, again, in contrast to 12 Years a Slave. Now, after about a half hour in, it turns into an action escape film. We know Fuqua can do action, right? So I think that if that's your interest, once you get there, everything I said, it won't matter. Won't really matter to you. You'd be like, fine, you know. I mean, keep in mind that Antoine Fuqua did Equalizer, among other things, Shooter. You know, he knows what he's doing when it comes to that. And when it comes to Will Smith, acting-wise, I think he and the movie are kind of linked they go in and out. I think that he needed a stronger director for acting. That's not Fuqua's thing. Because a different director would have guided him a little better. I think after King Richard, Will Smith has learned something about acting finally, in my opinion, finally. Because this isn't a bad performance. It's just not all the way there. It's about 75% of the way there. Sometimes I bought them. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes it landed. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes his accent worked. Sometimes it didn't. 
because he's from Haiti originally. So you have that kind of accent going on. Like, eh, it was fine. It was just inconsistent, but so was the movie. So, you know, I think that was more of a Fuqua issue. A different director would have spotted it and probably helped him out and edited it a little differently. Again, like, after a moment, let it breathe. Just give us silence. Why not? I mean, you're earning it here. But, you know, once it turns into the escape film, all Will needs to do is breathe and run and, you know, be physical. Fine. And then at the very end, you get a different beat when we run up to the war itself. So what's happening there is the question. You'll find out. I won't give it away. So I just want, I just want these people to build momentum. <laughs> like, if you slow down at the beginning and let it breathe, like I said, then you give us this chase. And it keeps building and building and building. You know, you've got Ben Foster versus Will Smith. Building and building and building. Then you run up into the war. Keep going. Keep going. Drive forward through the beat changes. So why watch this? Again, the stuff off screen, if you're fine with that, just dealing with what's on screen. What I would say is if you want to see a chase film, that's really the heart of this. Uh, if you don't mind if all of the writing isn't quite okay, you just want to see what it's like for this man to escape, then it'll probably be okay for you. Uh, again, it's streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, now, what I would also liken it to, and I know this is not going to be a common reaction from people, is The Woman King from this year. And what was interesting to me, producer, is as I was watching this, because I had just recently watched The Woman King, so I was kind of watching them at the same time. I was thinking about how they share similar problems. But the critics didn't see it that way. And I was asking myself, why? Why would that be the case? I won't speculate here. Why could it be? Hmm. Because The Woman King, to me, had problems executing its story. The writing wasn't great. The Woman King, to me, the action was pretty good. You know, Gina Prince Bythewood can direct some action. But for both of these movies, they pale in comparison to other movies. You know, some people want to compare The Woman King to like a Braveheart or a Gladiator. Pales in comparison. Just like this pales in comparison to 12 Years a Slave. Now, when it comes to the acting, the actors do as much as they can with what they're given in both movies. And neither is that bad to me. But I just, I don't know why there's such a distinction in the reaction. I just wonder. So if you like The Woman King, I would say, and you don't have any personal issues with Will Smith, then this might work for you as well. It's a mixed bag. It could have been something else, though. It really could have been. But we have what we have. Now, producer, what do you think? Or would you watch this? is my question to you. Because it's on Apple TV Plus, I probably would watch it. Yeah, just I wouldn't make a point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't like make a point to go to the theater. Um, mm -hmm. But when it's like streaming, it'll make it on a watch list. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, they won't really mind some of the problems with this. Yeah, just like people didn't mind the Woman King's problems. I just keep coming back to that. It did have problems. Hello. <laughs> okay.
So that takes care of it for me, producer. Cool. All right, guys. So that was our review of Emancipation. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more from Why Watch That. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. 